Louis Erickson has agreed to a six-year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Yo, what up, sports fans? My name is Aaron Warner. My co-host, as always, Stefan Heck. And today we have a, a special third chair yes. who's going to be my co-host for the next two weeks. When Soon Stephen... to be second chair. Second chair, yeah. Uh, Stefan's going away for two weeks. Yes. And so we've brought in some reinforcements. Uh, we have our friend Koa, whose name I think is Ryan, but no one calls you that except your wife, right? Uh, my mom. And your mom. Okay, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's pretty popular with those two. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. This is exciting stuff, guys. Yeah. If, uh, if you're this not is a great time of year Koa, to talk about hockey. So. Yeah. He's yeah. a big Buffalo Sabres guy. Yes. Unfortunately, and I feel there's like a, a spiritual kinship there oh, between yeah. Canucks fans and Sabres fans. So I thought it'd be fun to get a, a fresh perspective. And I mean, Koa and I know each other well from from my other show. So there's, I would say the there's instant are, chemistry. I think a lot of Canucks fans, the Sabres are, are their second team just, oh, just yeah. by, by default, because like we, we've all, we've kind of all been through the same stuff for 53 years now. And, you know, we know what it's like to like actually suffer. Um, and so it is, it is nice. Obviously they came in the league at the same time. Um, 1970. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I've always, I have always felt a bit of a connection to the Sabres and Sabres fans. So, so and, I think and, you're, you're going to fit in just great. It's I not think like the Sabres have lovable. ever done anything to us as well. Right. Yeah. Like, well, the, the, the 1970 draft lottery. Would yeah, be, but uh, I was in the wheel. Live. That's basically it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's absolutely no beef. There's no reason to be upset. No. No, uh, you guys are way out of the middle of nowhere. I'm not even sure where Vancouver is. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, I guess Aaron's in in Calgary technically, but the team yeah. is in yeah, the team's in Vancouver, obviously. Sure. And it's it's just it's just like north of Seattle, I okay. guess. But, sure, but pretty far from Buffalo for sure. So, um, yeah, it's it's great to have you on, and we're gonna talk some Sabers, we're gonna talk some Canucks, we're gonna talk some playoff hockey. Been some good games so far. So some hot stuff so far. Really good games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except lot, every game last night was a blowout. We're recording this like right before the show starts on Wednesday. It's like Islanders, Carolina Day and Edmonton yes. Day. Yeah. Uh, any like big takeaways from the game so far from you guys? I guess it's just been one game. But Well, if I can, uh, the Islanders are dog shit. Yeah. Uh, they're <laughs> real boring. They're the, they're the new devils. <laughs> they're... Uh, uh, just, just nauseating. No surprise. Real snoozer. <laughs> um, uh, I hate their style of hockey. Uh, they somehow made the Hurricanes boring, which is an interesting uh, feat to do because they're uh, really good. Uh, I don't know. I don't like them, and I like watching them lose. So I'm excited uh, to bet against them today. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think that about sums it up. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't think I hate the Islanders necessarily, but it would be funny. Uh, seeing Bo Horvat get like swept in the first round after talking, you guys to should Canucks hate fans. them a little after after that hullabaloo. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I guess they beat us in 1982, but also like I don't, I was not alive then, and also they weren't the Canucks weren't even really supposed to be there, so I don't have any animosity from that. But yeah, the Horvat thing did piss me off a little bit, even though he was kind of right. But it would be fun. <laughs> it would be very fun to see them uh, eat shit. I'm sure, sure you've, and I I'm like sure you've covered too. the Horvat thing uh, at length, but I do. I, I would hate him for that too. But I do think he was just saying it's fun to like be in the playoffs and be. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, he was, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. think he's trying to be a dick. No, it's just, I, I it's don't like, think so either. But it's very uncalculated for Bo Horvat to say something mm -hmm. like flippant like that. But yeah. I don't think there was any real malice. I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like to see him personally do well because he seems like a, a nice guy. Um, and then. No, who'd they be playing? They'd be playing the winners of New York and, and New Jersey, right? So yeah, I yeah, fuck it. If they could like go up against Boston and upset Boston and by, with Sorokin, I think that'd be really fun. But yeah. uh, I put I put twenty bucks on Carolina to win the cup before Svechnikov got injured. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. There, um, there also is but, a, a extra aisles, a little aisles juice from a Sabres angle because we lost 
uh, game to them. We were just chasing them in the playoffs. Them, um, and we played them in Florida. Them in Florida were the two main ones. We were yeah, trying to the do Florida the, game was uh, the Florida game was horseshit. No I mean, bueno. We played, we, we played pretty well. Got a goal, a goal called back, which was legit. But that shit sucks too. Uh, but the Islander game sucked, especially because I believe that was the one where we had the one with the goal kicked in, and it was clearly a kicking motion, and they yeah. counted it anyways. And we ended up being—I don't know if you know how many points short we were of the playoffs. One. How many? Was it, was oh. it one? Oh. One point. There was only one. Behind Florida. Yeah. So shit. Oh, man. <laughs> so that kick. Yeah. And that was the Islanders game, and and the Islanders just fuck them. So I feel. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to the Canucks actually being in a playoff race where like like even if they missed by one point, it would be like kind of fun to to cheer for them to win again. Uh, yeah, like, like I'm, really I'm looking having, forward to. So I, I talked about this briefly when we did Patreon uh earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. But I've been really trying to like in my brain flip it so I'm like excited for the Canucks to do well again. I know. Because it's really for the tough. season it was like they came off to that really bad start. I'm like, okay, they have to lose horribly to like embarrass management and ownership, particularly so that like major wholesale change happens. And then when they were bottom five in the league, I was cheering for them to lose because I want Connor Bedard. Yeah. And now, like, I don't gain anything from it. So it's like, I have to. It's not Stockholm syndrome myself into liking them, but uh, I have to like reverse Stockholm syndrome. I'm like, oh yeah, like this is the team who's like hat and. Uh, so what, what's what like that, what's the uh, elevator pitch for the uh, the Vancouver Canucks for next year from a guy who's Stockholm syndrome? Why am I? Well, why do why do I care? Like okay, so the, this is like something I wanted to talk about. There is the big end of season press conference and GM Patrick Alvine and. Head coach Rick Tockett went up there and talked for like 40 minutes or so about the club or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think uh, Alvin like gave too much away. It was like a pretty sturdy press conference for him. It was probably the first one that I've seen him personally do where I was like, oh, yeah, it was good. He sounded like a GM. Like he had some jokes, like he answered with confidence. But at one point, he's like, if you look at the standings now, we're only five or six games away from being in a playoff spot. Which is like a incredibly uh. fucking Jim Benning ass quote. Yeah, uh, it's like one that I can't wait to retweet next November when they're eating shit. <laughs> and I was thinking about it. I'm like five or six games. Like flipping it in the NHLs a lot, especially if you look from like a player personnel uh, standpoint. So I went to uh, Dom Lachizian's player cards on the Athletic, the mm-hmm. GSVA leaderboard, and uh, so the top like. Games above replacement player, according to his model. Connor McDavid, 6.7. Fucking insane. Of course. And then you have, like, Matthew Kachuk, 5.4. Jason Robertson, 5. So all you have to do is add one of those and get lucky. And boom, in the playoffs. And then, like, for some more context, like, Adam Fox and Andrea Saddle, 4.7. Pasternak, 4.6. Matthews, 4.5. Pedersen, 4.5. And so I was, like, looking down the lineup to see, like, okay, maybe it's, like, multiple player ads that'll get them into a playoff spot. Uh, and let me find this one. So all they have to do is add Tage Thompson, which is there we go. Nine. All right. Look at, hey, look at, we got him for absolutely nothing. He was a total bum. He was a throw in on a deal that nobody thought was going to be any true. If you remember the other dudes on that deal, the one guy just quit hockey altogether. Yeah. Was it Berglund? I just I left. So, yeah. He said he'd yeah. just rather go home than play yeah. for the Sabres, which was nice. And Tage Thompson, <laughs> when we initially got him, skated like a baby deer. He was just terrifying and real bad giveaways just looked awful. And then just something happened in the middle of nowhere. And now he's like in the conversation with those guys, yeah, which is like, MB, just, if just like a, they made the playoffs. He's like certainly in the NBA. Just a fucking, I'm just saying just, just on the upside for guys like you, right? Like, so like we're in a similar position to you and you, you do that, <clears throat> you do the Eichel trade and you get Alex Tuck, who uh, statistically was better than Eichel this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much. And Tate Thompson comes out of nowhere. Jeff Skinner comes back into form. Some things fall into place, and then all of a sudden you're one point out, which is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I, uh, I mean. I could see that happening with the, like, yeah, Petters, you have you have a top 10 center, you have a top five defenseman, you have a top 10 to maybe top five if he's, if he's healthy goalie. And those are like the three hardest things to get. And then obviously the problem is the rest of the team is not <laughs> Yeah, great. exactly. Yeah. Like, you see like high top end talent, but the problem with the Canucks is like, they are less than the sum of their parts. Mm-hmm. Whereas you look at some yeah. other teams and they're greater. Like, did you watch the uh, Seattle Kraken 
Colorado game last night. Wow, they were flying. They looked yeah. good. Who, who are um, these guys? By the way, they always <laughs> beat the Sabres. But before the game started, thing. before the game started, my uh, my girlfriend texted me and was like, put $5 on Seattle to win the cup. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not wasting $5. Be I, reasonable well, here. And then they just like blow the doors off in Colorado. Looked fantastic. The team's like so deep, right? Like that's their, like they might not have the same top end talent, but it's a team full of consummate professionals. The yeah. whole, yeah, just watching the game, the whole team looked like real scrappy and fast and it didn't look like there's any difference between any of their lines they just kept rolling and like it was uh really surprising actually because i haven't watched a whole lot of their uh games but colorado was pretty limp dick they couldn't breathe they were just all over yeah grubauer looked okay which was interesting because i thought he was shitty but again i haven't watched a lot of west coast games this year i mean the game that i was really surprised by i guess was the winnipeg one uh yeah they looked so bad but but also like we did our yeah. we did our preview for the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs on yeah. Sunday, and I was like, "Watch out for Winnipeg. They could goalie Vegas. Like, I might th- see them as a sleeper." But is the only thing I said that's been right. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, obviously Hellebuck was really good, but like they just body them in general. Like Winnipeg looked yeah. really. They looked really big. They looked really physical. Yeah. Uh, they looked really imposing. Which Vegas usually is. Vegas right. is like known for being that mm-hmm. like tough, physical, big team, and they they just looked like old and slow. Ah, oh, it looks so good. Oh, by the Which way, is great. I, I, we, hate, we, I fucking hate Vegas. We hate, I mean, I know uh, you we hate too, Jack so. Eichel here. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Over here. I mean, he is just a miserable worm. And uh, <laughs> and to watch him fail is a delight. He had, uh, I think, two shots on goal, no points, and he was uh, minus three yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Very oh, wow. Very impressive. And also, uh, because he hasn't been in the playoffs since whenever he got into the league, uh, this is his first chance to grow a playoff beard, which I think should be really disgusting for everybody because it looks <laughs> v- like very pure. I mean, unless they're out in the first round, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's true. It's true. That's a good point. Which could happen. I mean, they man, they looked bad. It's been a it's been a very weird playoff so far. The Leafs losing was, of course, very funny. Um, we although, also hate them, so that was also just oh, delightful. Of, of course. I mean, I I feel like as a Canucks fan, I'm supposed to hate them more than I than I do, and I think I definitely hated them back in the day. And yeah. now it's just like the Canucks are so bad. I don't really hate. I, that I many hated teams. them when the Canucks were good, and the Leafs yeah. would get more attention undeservedly. Yeah. So, I, but that's probably just like a sour grapes, like living in Canada center of the universe thing. Yeah. The actual team, like I like Marner, I like fucking Matthews. Oh, on paper, I like Giordano, they're, they're, like, they're likable and they're doing a lot of cool things. I love Ryan O'Reilly. I still not mad at him at all. There's a big backlash in Buffalo when he left here because <laughs> he said he had some quote uh, after like on locker cleanout day that like he lost the passion for the game or something and everyone climbed all over him and it became a big thing. But I think. It turns out he left because Eichel was a giant piece of shit, and he hated yeah. his guts. There's was that before there. or after he crashed into a Tim Hortons? That was after. Uh, okay. Yeah, he crashed into the t- he drunk drove into a Tim Hortons in Buffalo, which was very cool. Yeah. Uh, but he's just a he's just a cool dude. He's very likable, and I was uh, I'm pumped for him. I thought he was gonna do something here because those th- yeah. they really they really kind of emptied the tank this year too, which is great because fuck yeah. Toronto and they're gonna run out of gas here. And if they lose in the first round, they might hopefully take it all apart. They're going to fucking blow it up. I mean, uh, GM and coach gone for sure. I was talking to John Cullen about this yesterday because he's a uh, friend of the show, my block party co-host, and a huge mm-hmm. Leafs fan. And he was, like, ready for them to lose. He, I think he even tweeted, like, oh, I can't wait to see which Leaf gets five in a game uh, in, in, in this did, one, and then Michael Bunting. Oh, yeah, do you see Bunting got three games? Three games, which is, like, more than I thought they would That's get. Way, yeah. Much. He got a game yeah. misconduct, and, I mean, a game misconduct and a game is is fine for that, I think, but three games in a playoff series is wild. I guess in that case, it was, Sending like, a so, message? It was so <laughs> obvious he was, like, targeting him and trying to get revenge for that earlier hit, too. Like, so mm-hmm. it was, like, pretty obvious what he was doing, and I, and I, yeah, I think sending a message, like you said, Aaron, but... And I'm not complaining. I think it's very funny. Oh, great. Yeah. It's um, great. The, that was the moment, I, too, because the, the Leafs were kind of swinging back there a little bit. And yeah. th- that moment was just when the, all the air left the building. It was just fucking crickets after that. such a stupid play. It was such a stupid move to make. And, like, watching the playoffs, I, I tweeted this out yesterday, but basically, like, it's... And I, I do want to watch the Canucks in the playoffs and, like, cheer for them and get excited and stuff. But, like, it's so nice watching the playoffs with, like, no stress whatsoever and just, like, enjoying the hockey for what it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do want to get to the point where I am extremely stressed and, and sweaty and, and like, terrified uh, of, of the Canucks losing. Yeah, your heart rate is elevated for two yeah, months. But watching, <laughs> watching the playoffs now, it's, like, there's no heart rate whatsoever. Like, the only thing is I just don't want... There's like I don't want Boston to win. I don't really want Toronto to win, and I don't mm-hmm. want Edmonton to win. And like mm-hmm. other than that, I don't care. You know, so it's it's great. I love it. 
as a fan of a loser franchise. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it's it's hard watching these games and then thinking like if the Canucks were able to make it in next year, how would they even compete? Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess Pedersen you just and Hughes, need like prime Demko, right? Like, yeah, P- Pedersen and Hughes, I think are are going to be fine in the playoffs. Like, I, I'm not worried about that at all. Like, we uh, obviously in the in the bubble year they did pretty well. Uh, like Pedersen, I believe, is over a point per game, and I mean, I I don't consider the bubble year a real playoffs, obviously, but still, no. um, they did they did well there. Um, yeah, I mean, Hughes, Demko, Ronick, Miller, I think is is pretty decent in the playoffs as well. So it just comes down to like. They need to get bigger and they need to get faster. And I feel yeah. like it's just been like that for the last decade. They so. need to add future Canucks Sebastian Ajo, who is three games above replacement, and yeah. uh, Mika's Banajev, also three. Easy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Or maybe like Panarin and Mershand, uh So that's all you have to do is add up the games against replacement and then you're fine? Yeah. Well, then there's your yeah. five or six games uh, okay. that you lost out on. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like the whole optimism for next season is that the team did look better after Tockett was brought in as head coach. Like they played a lot more defensively responsible. So he's not washed. He's he's like a coach. Yeah. He he seems okay. He seems fine. I like him. It was like a pretty low bar. Like I I love Bruce Boudreaux, but like in terms of structure, he's, He's like not that guy at all. Right. Um, he's a, he's the fun kind of like, guy. Hey, just, he likes just like, to say the F word. Yeah, just go Yeah, go out there and have a good time, guys. Just just try and like score a goal. And like I guess that works better with like veteran teams who like know yeah. what they're doing. Well, it worked <laughs> last year and so far is it got like Pedersen to break out and yeah. Hughes broke out offensively as well. Like unsnake yeah. bit a lot of guys that I think were trying to think too much and like were being confined by Travis Green's old system. Yeah, and now I think that like they know what they're capable of, like being in a more structured system that's more like responsible while they can still pop off is is a good thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, after he got hired, the team had the third softest schedule in the league, and this is from a Drance article in the Athletic. And then the team finished after hiring him with a six eleven win percentage. Um, which is good. It's good enough to make the playoffs, but it's only 13th in the NHL. So it's like you're maybe third seed in the Pacific. And that's what the third easiest schedule. It wasn't like they completely popped off and were like second in the league afterwards with this easy schedule. Like they still looked pretty bad and pedestrian until Thatcher yeah. Demko came back and started doing Thatcher Demko things. So it's, I don't know. I'd still put it, I'd bet the not making playoffs if I was putting money on it, but. We'll see what the offseason brings. Yeah, I would brings, say. Right? I mean, it's like the start of this year. Like I, I said, fifty fifty for like wild card, and I, I kind of feel the same way next year. Well, it's I'm, just going to come down to like, can they actually have a good start for once? And yeah, I'm less optimistic this year because last year you had the hypothetical lineup of like Pedersen, Miller, and Horvat down the center right. with some pretty good wingers like surrounding them. You're like, oh, this team can. This team's going to be able to really score, and then just. Miller was awful at center to start the year and there wasn't really any chemistry to be found, et cetera, et cetera. And it just didn't pan out that way. So unless they can figure out the center problem somehow. Yeah. It's, I mean, we've said it so many times. It's, it's a big off season for the It's a really so. big off season. And if it's not like, I don't know how you can expect a like considerably different result. Right. Yeah. On that note, Koa, can I interest you in one lightly used JT Miller? <laughs> no, I'm good. No, <laughs> thank you. Damn. <laughs> I think Buffalo, like, yeah. Where do you do you think Buffalo is going to make the playoffs next year? I mean, there's there's this kind of like delusional uh, agreement between everyone here that we're a hundred percent already have made the playoffs next year. Of right, nobody okay. will. If you even mention it, one of the uh, this uh, John Warro. W- 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 I don't know how to say his name. It's like sounds like a dog barking, but he's one of the yeah. do- he's one of the um, <clears throat> Sabres reporters, and he mentioned like, well, what if Sabres don't make the playoffs? And everyone just started attacking him, <clears throat> including yeah. me. And, uh, but, uh, it, it just feels like it's like, we just d- deserve it so bad. I guess we just feel like that all the time. There's just this built in yeah. thing. Like we, if we don't make it, what are we going to do? Which is I mean, fuck, we haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. What do we always do? I don't know. But, <laughs> but, uh, you, you watch the playoffs without getting your heart rate elevated. Right. Right. The last, I mean, the last, last Sabres playoff series I watched was in 2011 when Villa Leno went off on us, uh, in Philadelphia oh, yeah. and we got oh, beat man. in the first round. 
But uh, and then you guys uh, signed. Leno him got after. paid. Then we then yeah. we then we signed him to the most outrageous contract ever, and he just shit the bed. And now he runs some sort of clothing company that looks kind of like Afflicted in like Sweden or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened with us and Furland, right? Like mm-hmm. he got LTIR unfortunately, but imagine yeah. he was still playing. Like he would not be good in the year twenty twenty three. No, I don't. I don't think so. But, God, and then so, I, I just realized like Tucker Tucker Pullman is still signed, and like. <clears throat> Huh. Yeah, like that was another thing that came out of that pref- press conference is they asked like, how are you feeling about Pearson and and uh, Pullman? Pullman, and, yeah. Uh, Pullman had a concussion, vertigo type stuff and has missed most of the year. But they are like, the main thing is to get him healthy and then we'll see. And then Pearson wants to come back, but he also just wants his life back. It was really sad hearing him being interviewed. Because um, he's got like two young kids and he's just like, yeah, I just want to be able to like pick up my kids again. If you're oh, not aware, he, uh, he had a hand wrist problem mm-hmm. um, yeah. that was supposed to take him out for four weeks in uh, like October or November. And he missed the entire season and has had six or seven surgeries on it. Just a wrist. And like, yeah, it, it like got infected and... Uh, there's like a good chance that there's going to be a grievance with the NHLPA, especially if he doesn't play next year. Holy shit. But if he does play next year, that really fucks over the Canucks cap situation. Wow. So, I mean, you want to cheer for the guy. And like my whole thing, too, is like the Canucks deserve to get fucked over with their cap situation because they've been so <laughs> yeah, it's their flipping fault. about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they, it's time to reap what you sowed, right? So I'm cheering for him to come back both to like make the Canucks feel it. And also just for him personally, though, I don't think he'll like make the team particularly better. He wasn't looking good before the injury. No, um, he, have, he has one year left, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's his last year okay. making like three and a half. Yeah. We got, yeah. I think right at the time around when we signed that deal uh, with what's his name, I was just looking at this. I think we also signed Christian Erhoff at the same time for like a fucking 10 year deal. That's my guy. Yeah. 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 That was really uh, also bad. I mean, he was, uh, wow. And uh, I think we're still paying, uh, what the fuck is his name? Some some awful player from that time too. We just stopped playing him, or just yeah. stopped paying him like two years ago because we had his, we, uh, fuck, I can't think of who it was. Oh, oh Carolina, someone, in, someone in chat say it. Carolina <laughs> is up uh, one nothing. by the way. Yes. 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 Yeah, which is great. Oh, oh, Cody Hodgson, Cody Hodgson. You're still, you're yeah, still Cody, paying for this man. year. Yeah, Cody 791 Hodgson. against the cap. <laughs> it's fucking outrageous. Canucks legend. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Man, I was well, I was so upset when that I saw that trade went through. That they traded Hodgson for uh, fucking Zach Cassian. Zach Cassian. And then he's still, still fucking around, isn't he? Isn't he's, in yeah, Arizona, he's in Arizona, I think, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, I remember trying to convince myself that... I mean, obviously, like... Hodson had that like horrible like nerve disorder or whatever it was because like I think he yeah. was like a pretty decent player, um, but he was like one of the first prospects, maybe not first, but like really one of the the prospects I remember really getting into when I was yeah. young. Oh yeah, that's the next Trevor Linden baby. So oh, we were excited. In, 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 oh, he was so good in juniors, and then I think what it was is that the Canucks are smart enough to like feed him like really soft. Oh yeah. Time. No, they gave him the easiest deployment in the world because they wanted to get out of him. Cause like, yeah, <laughs> wasn't his dad a pain in the ass or something? Cause like, he was complaining about too. his ice time. That's yeah. really a thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't, we don't uh, like this guy's dad. We got to figure out how to get rid of this. That guy. was apparently part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, he actually addressed it re- like this year in some sort of interview that he did. Like he was on one of those, those podcasts that have like uh NHL players and like vodka or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. spitting chiclets or some shit. Oh yeah, that's. I was, was going to ask you guys. Do we? You, you, we don't do the like Shorzy talk around here because I can do that. <laughs> I think I, I'm from. I live. Uh, you could see Canada from my house. So if you want me to call you the boys and stuff, I can do that shit. Oh okay. yeah, just like, you know, I can uh, switch. In, I can code switch. Ferda, Selly. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, nice. Uh, what lettuce? What do they call hair? I don't know. I think lettuce. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I did play <laughs> hockey as a child. Okay. All right. So we, I, I said this to Aaron before too. Is like Buffalo is probably the most Canadian American city. Maybe, oh, maybe, the, maybe yeah. there's places in Minnesota that are more. But like when I was a kid, we watched, uh, you know, CTV. Uh, I know who Mister Dressup is. Um, okay. Yeah. Peter Mansbridge. Uh, yeah. That P- counts oh, for something. I love the National. Please. Yeah. Uh, I prefer Canadian news actually, but we Gian can't get it over the air anymore. 
Oh, please. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. This, uh, this, this hour has 22 minutes. Okay. <laughs> not so All much right. Gian Gomeshi, guys. <laughs> no, not, not so much. Who's the, who's the guy with the weird name that does the interview show, the Greek guy? Oh, oh George, George Strombolopoulos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I love a Strombolopoulos. I was just making Greek noises there. I had no chance of pronouncing that. That was all <laughs> Stefan. Very nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all the kids. I mean, here like hockey's huge here. Kids play hockey, and it's we I, we feel. I think we feel more. And um, you know, most of the people in Canada live in uh, Southern Ontario, so we. I feel much more Canadian than I feel like any sort of kinship to someone who lives in fucking you know Louisiana or something or yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Nevada. We used to go to Canada all the time before it became a pain in the ass to go over the bridge. But and Aaron, you've been to Buffalo, right? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Stayed, he stayed in our worst hotel. Wow, that's right. The, uh, the I stayed there twice. <laughs> the Buffalo Grand. It used to be the Adams Mark, and uh, it, it, they went out of business. And this guy bought it. Actually, he was a, sketch, a sketchy Canadian guy, and he bought it. Tried to redo it, and then when he realized it was going to be a complete uh, black hole financially, he tried to set it on fire. That was right after you left. Actually, yes. yeah. So like. <laughs> I went. I, I first stayed there uh, in 2019, prior to the pandemic, and it was like under construction. And they had they had this really weird. It was like a, just a printed out piece of paper, it wasn't laminated <laughs> or anything, and it was just in the elevator that said like these are the things that we're going to do, like a new pool and renovated rooms or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And then I went back after like concerts and stuff were happening again. So I guess this was what 2021. In December, yeah, so it was yeah. like two full mm-hmm. years or whatever. And it was the exact same. Like they had the same fucking same sign signs. up in the elevator. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um, it was very, very odd. Like my my cable didn't work. And we called yeah. a guy up to our room and it was just missing the cable cord that attached it to the wall. Like someone mm-hmm. had stole it and it just went unnoticed. <laughs> and then, yeah, like maybe less than a month later, they like set the ballroom on fire. <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of local news interviews with the guy in front of the building going like, I don't know what happened. I don't know. The room started on fire. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's but, uh, a great big uh, hotel controversy in Buffalo, right? Well, uh, you mean like the Tom Brady one? Yeah, yeah. He so said there he, wasn't like nice hotels. Yeah, or something? he like decided for some reason in the middle of like uh, like 20 straight years of just pissing directly in our mouth, he decided to like also rip the city and be like, "Hey, you have no hotels either. You guys are a bunch of fucking losers." And uh, he was right. There's uh, there was one. I mean, downtown there was no like new cool shit. There was like one like boutique hotel. The Hyatt called the was Mansion. pretty nice. Guys, Maybe not I just Tom wanna, Brady. I, I want to let you know that just for speaking for the city of Buffalo, we have got so many fucking hotels now. You could not believe it. <laughs> There's nothing nothing but hotels. We built. Tom Brady said one thing, and then we went on a hotel building spree. You wouldn't believe. Come Would you be stay. more excited about a, a Bills or a Sabers? I tweeted about that and got a lot oh, of shit about shit. it. I would rather have a Stanley Cup and a lot of people. I mean, it's obviously I would like either and they're both fucking awesome. But uh, I think, I don't know, the NFL, you can get lucky and kind of it's no, everyone's going to get mad at me too, but you can get lucky and kind of win in the NFL. Like it's three games. I know that's tough, but you could get hot and win. I mean, you just, you can't get hot and win a Stanley Cup. It's too much no, shit. It's, it's too much so of a much hard, it's, it's so much harder to win a Stanley Cup. It's, it's it just like means more. Impossible. There's more lore. I think the Stanley Cup itself is more kind of magical. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I, and I played hockey as a kid, and it was kind of a thing where you, you know, kind of dream about that. I don't know. It's, to me, I would rather much rather win a Stanley Cup. It would matter so much. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is I think the Bills are a lot bigger with, like, I, I talked about this on Twitter, too, like, with uh, racists. Okay, go on. (laughs) I think I did a poll and the Bills won like running away. Like they won like 75% because I think like the outskirts uh, of town, like the suburbs and stuff are like the the Bills mafia people that wear like the, uh, the, you know, Oakley razor blade F-150 type people. They don't Mm -hmm. watch hockey. And, you know, I feel like hockey is a more like more feels more like the city is like hockey people. Maybe I'm okay. And we get a lot of Southern Ontario people, which... Maybe they're racist. I don't know. I don't know how Canadian racism works. You guys can take it away. Uh, uh, I would say me. hockey fans in Canada are very racist. Okay, yeah, so maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Pretty, maybe it's just pretty, two different kinds of racism, like competing with be, each other. It, it I don't might know. be a bit more subtle, possibly. Yeah. But like, basically, I mean, you still get so many Canadian hockey fans who are like huge Don Cherry supporters or whatever. Oh yeah, right? but he and, had like, that's like yeah. he had a weird kind of racism too, where it was like he hated Euros. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it. I've mentioned this before. <laughs> like, 
And not only did he hate Euros, he hated French Canadians, <laughs> which like hockey is like just like such a white guy sport by yeah. and large, right? You have to that, find other white people like, to hate. Yeah, you had to like find yeah. a different way to be xenophobic back then. Um, but it like still happens, but to a lesser degree. I think like <laughs> I know Pavel Datsuk and Nick Lindstrom like <laughs> leading those uh, those Red Wings teams kind of dispelled a lot of those. You can't win without a Canadian captain, man. Oh, my God. Uh, which is just, it's so fucking absurd. The other one that, like, always blows my mind is the, uh, if you wear a visor, you're a pussy discourse. Oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. What, like, Especially after seeing, like, Manny Malhotra, like, basically lose an eye. Oh, or, like, Brian Berard. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's... It's so, so, I, so funny. I, I, last time I like thought about this, I looked it up, and there's still like a handful of players that don't have a visor, and then there are a few that are like fucking cheeky about it, where they have a visor that's just, it doesn't even cover their eyes. Oh, it's more like, like a, it's just more like a brim, sort of. Are they yeah, like, exactly. Are they yeah. mandated now? Yes. Yeah. You have to like, have one? Players yeah. have you to have a it. visor, and so they just kind of wink at the cameras like, oh, it's a visor. It's protecting my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like protecting my eyes. That's pussy shit. Yeah. Who needs them? Not me. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> fuck, there's something else from the press conference that I wanted to bring up, too. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. The uh, Canucks are not looking to do any buyouts this wow, summer. That, mean, that means Aquilini is not looking to do any buyouts. Yeah, which obviously. I mean, you could probably see that coming from a mile away with how tight pocketed he is. But that means that they're going to keep Oliver Ekman Larson. One or thing I trade, did like, or trade the first to get rid of him, which I, uh, I've said might happen. Uh, so. I, I I hate <laughs> the fucking thought of that. Yeah, Ugh, that's so bad, man. <laughs> that, then then the, did, did you, the, 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 I guess we didn't play it, but did we watch this entire season just to get rid of Oliver Ekman Larson? Is that like the big? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be that would be huge. I would like that. I mean. Yeah. We're we're picking yeah I mean I I really like I said I'm I'm like ninety percent sure they're gonna trade that pick uh, whether it's for like a twenty three twenty four year old player or to get rid of a horrible contract I'm like ninety percent sure it's gone at this point mm. because because I know they have to they're they're kind of digging themselves deeper but like they got to get out that contract is so bad like that contract fucks you like forever basically how much how much and, uh, how much per is it. Oh, it's it like is seven point two six because uh, <laughs> Arizona Arizona is retaining uh, a little bit, almost yeah. a million. It's like I think he's just under eight regularly, and then it's uh, until it goes till twenty twenty seven. Yeah, they're offering him in twenty seven twenty, and he is not an NHL defenseman anymore. No, um, that's so he sad. Is, he, he was he was so good. He was very good. He can't skate anymore. I mean, I, I know he, he did have a foot injury this year. So yeah, so they, they went into that bit, in but... the press conference as well. I guess he like hurt or broke his foot in the yeah. World Championships last year. And so he wasn't able to work out most of the summer. It was like kind of behind the eight ball. The one thing that I like that Alvin said is like, if he makes sacrifices this summer, um, he can get his name back. Which I think is like a really fucking funny strong way and funny yeah. way to like motivate somebody. It's like, hey, people used to think you're good. Now your name means you're dog shit. Like, do you want to get, get your reputation back? Wow, that is he really said that? He yeah. said that twice. Just, he said like, that about Ekman Larson and he said it about Brock Besser as well. You don't own your Besser own was like I'm sorry, you don't own your too. own name anymore, sir. Yeah. You're gonna have to fight for that back. <laughs> uh the the oh. Besser one too is like he got uh, a hand injury, like in training camp in like a preseason game, or maybe it was just actually in training camp. Mm -hmm. And it was like an infection, which also like what's with his team and hand infections. Uh, Anyways, that's a great question. Uh, he wasn't allowed to work out because if he worked out, he'd get sweat in the wound. And mm. so he had to be like completely non sweaty for like three or four weeks. And yeah. as you would imagine, like that doesn't help you play NHL hockey games. Like his cardio took a bit of a hit. And so they called him out in the presser as well, saying, "Yeah, if he put if he sacrifices this summer, he can get his name back." Ugh, that's why I don't work out. I'm covered in wounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, are you guys at all worried about uh, the damned ass Edmonton Oilers? Mm, no, after that LA I, game, I'd I say still, no as well. I still wait, think hold they're on. Gonna worried that, that they're going to lose. I'm worried, or worried that they're, they're going to win. win. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were an Oilers fan, would you be worried after that? Mm, no, I mean that was a 
that was a crazy fucking game. And I'm I'm really looking forward to the next one. I've already uh, I don't know if you talk about the betting, but I've already bet on that and against Edmonton because I think they're going (laughs) to come back. I think they're going to come back tonight probably and win. I think they're going to smoke yeah. tonight. Probably. Tonight they're going to win, but that was a fucking crazy game. McDo- I mean, uh, McDavid pointless sucks. They can't get away with that very uh for very long. Yeah. But uh Yeah, that's that's the big one, right? That like McDavid didn't get a point. So if you're if you're not in Seattle, if you're LA, yeah. and you keep McDavid pointless and don't win, it's wraps. Yeah. I mean, but also if they can somehow squeeze out a win here, it's fucking nasty. Also, that uh, that was the game with that weird tripping call in OT, right? There's yes. a lot of people talking yeah. about it. He kind of spun around and uh, kind of waved at him and hit his foot. Kind of, I don't know if I would have called it either, but it was wild and it 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 flipped the whole game and people were flipping out about it. I yeah. I do think I do think Edmonton will will bounce back. I mean, I I picked them to win a cup just because I'm usually wrong about these things. Um, and I don't want them to win, but if they do win, then I was right about Reverse something, curse. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked I picked the Maple Leafs to win the cup. Yes. I picked the Maple Leafs Edmonton Oilers bad, final. Such a bad, <laughs> going good so far. It's a bad decision. <laughs> it's not the uh, Oilers. I mean, well, okay, so Toronto's not going to get past Boston in any fucking way. There, it no, I, they they might no, not even make no it chance. past the fucking Lightning. Yeah, I I don't want Boston to win. I, I said this before, though, like if it comes down to if it's Boston, Edmonton in the finals, I unfortunately have to cheer for Boston. Which yeah, like, like, mm, without even a second sucks. thought, just, actually. Just disgusting. I hate it, but I, I just can't. I mean, I guess that's one of the situations where it's like it's win-win and lose-lose because like I obviously don't want either of those teams to win, but like at least one of those fan well, bases will be, be super sad. sad. That's so true. that's kind of nice, but then one of them will be really happy. So it's just sort of... I'd rather it be Boston happy than Edmonton. I I want Edmonton to just never win ever again. Also, I, I know Boston, you, it's like whatever. You guys point. have very strong feelings on Edmonton, and I don't have any of those. I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's fine if they do. It's fine if they don't. I just I feel like I don't like them because they just had like a hundred first picks in a row, and then um, you know it's it just feels like like fuck well, them. You know, here's and the also, problem also, with they, Edmonton. They got the pick the year that we got Eichel instead of McDavid, so I'm still holding yeah. on to yeah. that. For sure, it, yeah. Um, so Edmonton has had the two best players of all time. Mm-hmm. They've won, what, five cups? Yeah. Uh, they've yeah. won how many draft lotteries? Oh, and they like four in the last, bitch, like... And yeah. they moan about yeah. the decade of darkness. Yeah, the, the decade of darkness <laughs> where they got four first overall picks and Connor McDavid. Like, yeah, yeah it's oh, a decade man, of darkness. that sucks. And a new stadium. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really nice stadium. Our stadium sucks. Vancouver <laughs> Stadium is is dog shit. Our team is dog shit. We've never won a draft. We've been around for fifty three years. <laughs> Been horrible for most of those fifty-three years, and somehow never won a draft lottery. The I Canucks have never picked first overall. Which I is gotta stunned. say, we we have, and it worked out real nice. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, great. you guys have you guys have picked first overall like four times, I think. Yeah, three and, or four and, times. Like, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this character that they got right now. Uh, this Owen Power guy. Oh my god, he. Looks oh really yeah, good. he's pretty. Good. And then Darlene, obviously nineteen. Yeah, that is it's so crazy what he's done as a fucking nineteen. Twenty, maybe he might be twenty now. I'm not sure, but he's very young and he looks great. I mean, he he obviously has some games here and there where you go, oh fuck, he's twenty, and he makes some dumb yeah. mistakes. But you can see once he grows into his body a little bit more, he's gonna be a fucking monster. He's already really good, and uh, oh, like you know. he, yeah, he could be playing in like junior hockey still. <laughs> yeah. Like he could be uh, in the OHL or whatever the fuck. I mean, Darlene Wild. too. Darlene's a monster. We still do have problems, yeah. but most of those problems will be fixed by Riley Stillman when he gets to play a full season, which I'm really God, looking forward yeah. to. I, I was talking to some other Sabres fans about it, and like, he was, he was he like good for you guys? He was not bad. So it was like... That's crazy. It was, I think, well, because he was also playing like, you know, dog shit kind of third pair minutes or whatever, right. but... All we expected him to do was be uh, better than Jacob Bryson, which he did. Yeah, which I can okay. also do. I think this yeah. guy was like <laughs> he's not even an AHL guy. Like our third line pairs were really bad. We had this guy Kale Clegg, if you've ever heard of him, okay, playing a lot of minutes, who was just awful. Um, I mean, like our other next best guy on the. I mean, so we have Matias Samuelson, who's really good. Yeah, uh, Shell Samuelson's yeah. son. 
mm-hmm. who is he's 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 been a monster. Actually, we had a real weird thing where like I mean he's not like he doesn't light it up. He just plays really solid D. But like without him, we lost like a majority of our games. Then we came back. Like when he plays, we win. It's really weird. Yeah. But he was he's hurt a couple partner, times, right? Most yeah. of the time. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ilya Bushkin, who famously mm-hmm. was too scared to wear the pride jersey because he thought that uh, Putin was going to kill him. Oh yeah, we had one of those in Vancouver too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kuzmenko did that. I was actually because yeah. I'm wearing my uh, my Canucks pride hat right yeah, now. Yeah, that's sick. I noticed. I, that I said on the show was. that if they didn't bungle the jersey thing and like they actually wore it for warm up or whatever, I would like buy some of their merch and they did it. So it's good. It's a really nice hat too. Looks looks uh, great. So it was that it. Just Labushkin didn't. Uh, well, he also famously because we have our own. Uh, so everybody has their own goal song in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They have this like gimmick. Right. Uh, and yeah. his was we did that for a bit here for like two or three years and oh, then people love it because they it. people pick stupid songs Jeff Skinner Jeff Skinner's song is uh, I want to dance with somebody okay and it was party was in the good. USA last year and they both like uh, oh yeah pe- I remember the party in the USA thing that you bring it up like fans yeah. popped off about people went that. fucking crazy for that but Labushkin's is something with a, about a gummy bear I don't know this song I'm a gummy bear or something okay <laughs> <laughs> And people were upset because he didn't score at home this year. He only scored on the road. <laughs> and they wanted to hear the Gummy Bear song really bad. And uh, we never got to hear it. So that's... Uh, uh, I'm a Gummy Bear, a German ditty that has earned billions of views on YouTube since its release in 2007. There you go. Wow. That's his goal song. Well, it's like how Calgary had... Um, what was their what was their goal song for a while? Was it Barbra Streisand? <laughs> it's, it it's been fucking uh, ACDC. Uh, okay. For the longest time, uh, they they like briefly switched it and then went back TNT, right? Yeah, right. Okay. because when they score in uh, in in Calgary, there's uh, like four flamethrowers that come down from like the yeah, those are badass, like the the, the Megatron, and then it like shoots out, and you can like feel the heat when you're in the second bowl. It's pretty cool. Uh, Damn, that rocks! I need to get to a, I need to come out to Calgary because John yes. Booty is there. Uh, in the summer, I think so. I should come out there and and watch like a Canucks Flames game or something. That'd be really fun. Yeah, yeah. Go to the dome. Tickets yeah. are a little bit cheaper, I think. Um, yeah, and I mean that's not a great stadium, obviously. But. No, but it, it's good to like compare and contrast because it's like older, but it's got a really big uh, like concourse. So yeah, uh, if you want to yeah. go to a dump, we have a shitty stadium as well. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually discussed that. Like, my girlfriend and I want to go somewhere in the states when like the Canucks and Flames play somewhere back-to-back. Like, it mm-hmm. happened at Madison Square Garden this year. I'm like, damn, that would have been so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. But doing that in Buffalo would be nice. You could do Toronto so, really easy, too. It's only, like, two hours. Hour oh, and a half yeah, if you drive, true. like, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> the QEW is known oh. for uh, being full of <laughs> asshole drivers that go real fast. So, with with Buffalo, like, is that what you're really missing is, like, a two bottom pair defensemen? I think we need uh, probably two bottom pair defensemen that actually know how to play defense. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we needed a goalie and we just accidentally just uh, lucked into Devin Levi, who looks like an absolute oh fucking freak. He looks incredible. So yeah. he, was so part of the, he was part of the Reinhardt trade with Florida yeah. and they would rather pay Bobrovsky $10 million a year. And then, and they're like, Oh, this lion guy is ready to go. Who actually played pretty decent in the Boston game. He was Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but they, I guess they would rather stick with those two and then give up Levi in the Reinhardt. Cause last year, obviously remember Florida won the president's trophy and, uh, running away. I mean, they were really good and they yeah. fucked up in the playoffs and now they just barely backed in and now they look like it, it, it looks sketchy. Um, mm-hmm. and they're going to get beat by Boston, which is also super funny. And they just coughed up Devin Levi. Who's going to be like the next, I mean, if you ask anybody here, he's going to be the next Dominic Asik. And mm-hmm. I went to I went to his first game, and he's got the strangest fucking uh, little things he does in between. Like every time there's a whistle, he does a weird water thing that's the same every time, and does a little looper on the ice, touches the glass, does the thing. Like I don't know if he has an OCD or what. Yeah, I don't know if well, you've he's seen a goalie, this. so probably. <laughs> yeah, and so then I don't know if you've seen this, but like in between the TV timeouts, he does he kneels in between the circles, and like okay. med- and like meditates. All right. He just does. He just gets completely silent, puts a stick across his knees, and then just sits there the entire time with his eyes closed, just meditating. Okay, that it, is. I don't think I've seen that before. He's that's, like, a, that's but very he's like a little kid. He just, I don't know. I think he said he got it from the Star Wars. Um, <laughs> for from when I don't, I don't know anything about Star Wars. So I'm going to embarrass myself, but apparently there's uh, uh, Liam Neeson. 
when he he fights some guy and in the middle of the fight oh, there's a force field. when he's fighting Darth Maul and he and he's like meditating but yeah okay I know exactly right. the reference so he yeah. said he watched that and he thought that was cool so he said he didn't know what to do cuz he cause there's no TV timeouts in like college right so he said right. he, he plays in the NHL he, he gets up there cuz he never they never he never even played a game in the AHL he came straight out this year and, and it looked they, incredible, right? Looked like really right good. He has a plus nine hundred um, save percentage. He looks man. He looks great. He looks really sharp. And also, how he, old is he? He's like 21, 22. Like, uh, hold on here, Devin Levi. How old is he? He was born December twenty seventh, two thousand one. Oh my god! Then I, I can't do so math. Old. Yeah, he's twenty. He's twenty one. Yeah. So, but Holy he also shit. he also like has he he has like a lot of charisma and looks like kind of like a, a psycho in a good way. Like when we played the yeah. Rangers, he was just like, "Dude, I want you to shoot at me. I want you to hit me with the puck. I want it." I oh, he's it. French Canadian too. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, that. no, he okay. was a big um, Canadians fan. He was a um, okay. ca- he was a Carey Price fan. Okay, so that's you know what? Like I've been thinking because like obviously we haven't had like a best on best like international hockey tournament for a while. Mm-hmm. But like if we do, I was I was like kind of worried about like Canada's goaltending situation is not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but and they I feel like they haven't had like a the classic like Luongo style like really good French Canadian goalie like Flurry obviously, but he's mm-hmm. gotten uh, quite a bit older. But like Levi, like mm-hmm. being being French Canadian, that's that's good if we do uh, an international competition again. I'm, he's a I'm new guy, and like the yeah. thing is, like that was one of the biggest holes we had going forward. Was I mean, we were trying to do a three way this year with Craig Anderson, who is as old yeah. as I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> er, Eric Comrie, who I mean was a backup in Winnipeg for a minute. I, I, I remember last year. Yeah. I thought he, he was like a fantasy hockey sleeper that uh, people slept on for good reason. Didn't I, do I bought well. him in my in my auction draft for my keeper league just because I needed a goalie, and I was like, well, if he's good, I can like trade him at the deadline. And he just fucking sucked out loud the whole year. Boy, did well, he like suck. every year, I'm like, oh, this is this is Buffalo's year. They're taking the next step. Mm-hmm. And they kind of actually did it this year, but I've been like a Buffalo truther for like three or four years now. <laughs> it's it's they really did though. They really did. And, and then Uko Pekalukinen was the other guy who was like he was supposed to be our next like Ryan Miller. They he was coming up. He's like we were waiting for him for years and years and years. And it turns out he's got like a you know like shitty. He's shitty. I mean he's okay. He, he, <laughs> yeah. He's fine. He had the m- most wins on our team this season, but that's also because Buffalo scored like the fourth most goals in the league. Like every game he won, yeah. we scored like eight goals. So he had a yeah. ton of wins, but like a terrible save percentage. But for some reason, we had we were carrying three goalies all year, which is a, just a very strange thing to do. And then Levi mm-hmm. came along, and then just they played him every single game down the stretch when it actually mattered. So it shows you what they actually think. And now that basically so, like it's basically like uh, the deck chairs in the Titanic now for the rest of these idiots. That are, I mean, Anderson's gone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Anderson yeah. retired, right? And he's Comrie, like, Comrie, it shows you what they think about Comrie because they left him out there. I think it was Dallas we played where we lost like ten to two, and they left Comrie out for every fucking single one of those goals. Just oh, hung him, yeah, hung him out to dry. Didn't give a fuck. Oh, so they don't like is, him. That is rough. Yeah. God damn. He just kept looking over the bench like, please, please, Nick. No, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> No, that one's not your fault. Get back out there. <laughs> but I think oh, you, so you're you're a Don Granado fan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh well, I mean, look, at I mean, we, if you're familiar with Ralph Kruger's work. <laughs> uh, he's, I remember he's, wa- I remember wanting him to coach the Canucks for a while and then cuz I, I thought he got kind of shafted in Edmonton and then uh, clearly did not do a very good job in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, oh he was kind of like an indie pick for the next good coach because he like went over and coached soccer or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah, which is a really strange thing. Also, he's like some weird, like, he's he's in the Illuminati. We know that for what? a fact. <laughs> he's, uh, I mean, he lives in Sweden and he's like, does weird shit with like, I don't even know, like banks and things. Like he's some weird, he okay. also has, he has this weird like corporate way of speaking that just fucking sucks. Yeah, it just, he he like says a lot of words that don't mean anything. Uh, he had this system that he was dead set on like forcing on everybody, which just fucking crushed our whole team. I mean, it made Jeff Skinner just useless. He was Jeff Skinner was a third liner under him, and one of the big controversies was he was uh, he he was quoted as saying something along the lines like, "Well, Jeff's judged his whole career on scoring goals, and we're just trying to get through that." Like it was a problem, well, and we're know. like, "Yeah, that's why we fucking pay him eight million dollars a year, you boner." <laughs> that's uh, the was, worst it's like when someone's really fucking good at scoring goals and they walk in it's like no you can't do that as he's much he's gotta no, play it's not, defense it's not the we right gotta, way we to gotta play get, we, we gotta get him back there back checking like <laughs> no 
anyways, everyone fucking hates his guts. And even now, like, you just there's pictures people have posted like i've seen people do graffiti pictures of don granado and people just just hate it like there's like, graffiti fuck you like he's there's a lot of bad blood but good he's gone <laughs> yeah so but uh but granado i mean i mean kruger but granado is um he's just like a likable nice style dude who seems like he knows what he's doing and that's all we wanted he yeah. kind of let him let him go and let let the dudes be themselves and it seems like it's working out really well he trusted tage thompson a lot and put a lot of, and he could handle it. Um, and everyone seems to be doing it. They call him Donnie hey, Tage Thompson is so cool. God, he's so cool. Here's the problem. And I'm not saying this is a big problem, but it's a little yeah. tiny bit of a problem. I think he's kind of like a weird evangelical Christian kind okay. of thing. He has, he has okay. kind of that little vibe, which I'm not going to hold against him because I think sure. it's his parents' fault. And he's also from Phoenix, which is kind of strange. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Evangelical Christian from Arizona. Yeah, yeah. There's a little kind of a little, a little weird vibe there. But what a what an absolute freak. Just like a the shit he does is unheard of. Um, he's he's crazy. I remember watching that the the game where he scored like four goals in the first period or whatever, and just being like, oh my god, this is like the best player in the NHL. Like, yeah. I had him in fantasy and accidentally left him bench because I didn't set my lineup that day. <laughs> oh, when he no. scored four goals in that first period. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's what six six? I think. Um, he's so big. He's, 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 his reach is enormous. He can. He really can dangle. Like his ha- his his hands are insane for someone that size. He's physical. He can he can just pick corners from anywhere. He does that Ovechkin shit where he just camps at the circle and just fucking they can't stop it. He scored on that slap shot like half his goals this year, pretty much. Or he can just walk through the whole team. He's he honestly yeah, reminds me man, of that size dangle is so yeah. fucking cool. He he reminds me of when Bertuzzi was like so good for that year and a mm-hmm. half with the Canucks, where he was just like this unicorn, like huge guy who could skate pretty fast, who could do through like people. An excellent playmaker as well. He yeah. is no, he can pass too. He had, I think, he had the same amount of goals and um, assists here, right? Or if I'm wrong about that, I think he had 47 and 47. I can't find Damn. it right now. But uh, it is. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. I'm looking at last year. 49 and then 50 assists. Oh, yeah. This year he, oh, this year he had 40. Oh, wait. No, no. This year he that had 47, projected. 47. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, another guy that I'm kind of jealous that uh, the Sabres got is Jordan Greenway. Yeah. We yeah, had that was a really good flyer to the take. deadline, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we had no and he scored a he had like four or five goals when he got him too and he's we had no physical that was kind of one of our uh big downsides too like I think our most physical dude at that point was like I don't know what Zembius Gergensens. By the way, all-star mm-hmm. Zembius Gergensens. <laughs> he did oh, make the God, all-star right. because the was entire that his, country like, first or second year. Yeah, like, the entire where... country of Latvia voted for him. <laughs> Right. Oh, shit. And, and also was that the year that like every I guess it's still like that where every team needs a player or whatever yeah and we just suck so much shit we're like alright uh, yeah. Zemgis but uh <laughs> it was uh, Seattle that got boned out of having a representation this year right because Beniers got hurt I think Tyler that's right. Myers yeah. took him out Canucks I, and I, Buffalo legend Tyler yeah, Myers yeah I, Tyler that's right. Myers. <laughs> I would take him Which, back can, I, he, can he still play defense uh, not very well. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. no. Yeah, you can you can really. pair him up with uh, Riley Stillman. <laughs> he is. Uh, I mean, his nickname over here is the Chaos Giraffe, just because he's yeah. got like a super long neck and he's like completely insane on the ice. Like he will just make the dumbest read you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like. I mean, it was a long contract. It was a bad contract. We knew it from the start. But like his first couple of years, it was like okay. Well, he's like he's like okay, right? Like. Mm-hmm. If he was on a better team, this would be fine. Um, but he was just getting like way too many minutes and just like he just gets walked like really embarrassingly at least once a game. Yeah. And it that, looks so much worse because he's so big and like gangly. Right? Yeah, that's what happened here. Yeah. I think that's I think he was younger though, so it was better. Yeah, yeah, there's like potential there. You can so forgive he could, that yeah, you can grow into it. He's not like one of your veteran leaders. No, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why everyone hated uh Riley Stillman so much is that he was saddled alongside Tyler Myers. And mm-hmm. I think Stillman's probably best suited and like with a responsible guy where he can be more of a puck mover, maybe look for some hits or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, uh, he can do that. He, I think he can do he, that. If he's, if you don't expect too much from him, I think and, he can be but like to play with Tyler Myers, like you, you have to be the responsible guy. So it was just <laughs> like really bad news. And it was very funny. You could tell Myers like didn't trust him. And he was always like, 
there were so many times this season where a goal would get scored and they're both like stood behind the net for absolutely no reason and like you'll show the replay and there's like Myers pointing and yelling and like not looking at the play and then the pucks in the net uh so yeah that was bad oh yeah, there's yeah. there's uh, another couple uh Canucks tidbits before we wrap up today okay uh Emily Castongay uh being interviewed or is a part of the process to be the president of hockey ops for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting that you'd leapfrog the GM position from being a, an assistant GM to president hockey ops. Yeah. I mean, why not? Good for her. Yeah. I mean, that's Philly. That seems like Philly's such a, a mess. Bad situation. So it sounds like Philly must not care them, about yeah. the uh, human rights tribunal. Well, I uh, guess but that too. Yeah. <laughs> they did give us a first round pick for uh, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh, oh so, my God. Uh, thank you, the, Philadelphia. Basically the European Tyler Myers, essentially. Mm-hmm. But worse. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I think Myers on my team any day. Worse. He's yeah. worse. I still maintain that the moment the Sabres really turned it around was when that trade was made. That, yeah. That was, I mean, when, r- that was when we knew things were going to turn around. Ristolainen was always one of those players that like dumb fans and hockey writers really liked he hits and smart hard. fans he gets, yeah he and smart fans were like this guy's not good the type at of player you win with guys no uh yeah <laughs> he reminded me a little bit of uh of when the canucks had lucas spisa and <sighs> dumb fans liked him because he he would hit pretty hard but he would get out of position he was so bad defensively he was not that good on offense and it, it just Similar type of player, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had. He also had a couple cool goals. He get a game-winning OT goal one time where his a celebration was to spin his stick around in his hand. I think okay. that, that won over sick. a lot of morons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then the other thing is uh, Cam Lawrence, one of the computer yes. boys from Vancouver, former yes. Canucks Army writer, could be the next GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, which I would really like cool. as a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Yeah. Uh, just another dagger in the heart that like Vancouver, like the Canucks organization didn't embrace any of the very smart hockey people that have gone on to like very successful careers around the league. <laughs> going, going from Ron Hextall to like an advanced stats guru. Is this just, is like, Pittsburgh. Not, a, oh yeah. Ron yeah. Hextall. Cause yeah, yeah, he was with the Pens. Yeah. So. Just got fired. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's such a huge upgrade. I just that's think of so Hextall as a, as a Philadelphia guy through and through. Well, he that might kinda, be going to Philly again anyway. So. That kind of pours <laughs> no, water yeah. on the whole uh, JT Miller to Pittsburgh uh, discussion, I would think. But maybe it opens up JT Miller to Philadelphia. That's we'll right. Mm. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense with the Fenway group as well. I don't know if you read Patrick Johnson's article about it, but... Well, they're they're, very, they're like kind of hands off, I guess, right? Yeah, and, like, and they're also like very forward thinking. Like, yeah, they famously tried to poach the Moneyball guy yeah. from Oakland, and then got someone else. And then they also did who the hell's their their soccer team? Liverpool, Liverpool. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the owners turned to a data model to determine that Jurgen Klopp was the right choice for manager, <laughs> and he was yeah. very good manager. The other thing for the Canucks, and I, I, I'm sure this happened to a lot of Canucks fans. Uh, but they signed their defensive prospect, Elias Pettersson, to a three-year oh. entry-level deal today. And uh, the first thing I saw checking uh, hockey Twitter this morning was the Canucks have signed Elias Pettersson. And I got like really, really excited. But they can't re-sign the actual really yeah, not until, July right. until July 1st. Right. Um, but I, I am like Elias Pettersson, the defensive prospect, seems like legitimately really good. So I'm... I'm like kind of excited for that, and having two guys with the exact same name on the same team is Wild be as really hell. fun. So, I thought yeah, the I'm Sebastian Aho uh, guys were as fun as you oh, could yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, that was that yeah. was a lot of fun when uh, they hit like Sebastian Aho hit Sebastian Aho at the end of the <laughs> uh, Islanders Carolina game. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was see cool. It. Aho and Aho crime. Yeah, yeah. we uh, also uh, in in Sabers news because I know you guys are really. Uh, waiting for it there would they did have a press yeah. conference today and they uh said that they are interested in re-signing zemgis gergensen's uh who is who's strangely somehow been on the team for 42 years and is only 29 years old um <laughs> okay and kyle Ocposo, who you may not have thought about in decades but he is our no. captain yes I, I i like whenever the canucks play the sabers i'm like Wait, oh yeah, he's still around. He's their captain, huh? Yeah, remember when he was good on the Islanders uh, like 10 years yeah. ago? Well, yeah. he, was he Was he good for the Sabres? When he, when, because he signed that big deal. Oh, I absolutely guess, right? not. And uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no, no. You would think so. But here's what happened. He sucked. 
And then ah. he's had this really very good redemption arc lately where the team has gotten better and he actually picked it up and he's been scoring and he's been pretty decent. And it turns out he's like maybe the nicest guy ever. Like okay. everybody loves him and nobody can say a bad thing about him. And he's like a terrific leader and like all the kids on the team. Cause we have the youngest team in the league. If it's not for him. And if once we cut Anderson, I think we have the youngest team in the league. Mm. Yeah. So he drags the average up quite a bit too. And we're still the youngest team in the league. He's like, he's got 34. Be, yeah, yeah. 34 here. Um, but they all love him. They were like crying and, uh, and, uh, thinking it was his last uh, hurrah oh, there right, during a locker cleanout, saying, like, he's such a good guy. He's there for everything. And I text him, talked to him in the middle of the night. So I, I guess I, I like him now. I wanted, I thought the Sabres should pay someone to kill him about five years ago, but it turns <laughs> like he's really turned it around. You want to know something disgusting? Darlene's 22. Yeah. That's crazy. They're Having be- Darlene in power is just, like, so insane. Like, you're just set for the next, like, 12 years. Yeah, on, and he's only going to get better. So nice. He's yeah. he's a fucking freak. That's crazy. Also, God Tuck. I, I think Tuck's production is really wild. And also, he's such a awesome team dude. And he's from Syracuse, yeah. which is kind of like... Yeah. And he was a Sabres fan as a kid. That was... Oh, yeah, I remember that was awesome. a big talking point with the Eichel trade is they wanted to acquire someone that wanted to be in Buffalo. I'm not, I, it sounds it sounds really stupid, I know. But like it really does mean something because to have like this gutless prick be the face of your franchise for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just have someone come here and be like, yo, I love it here. I'm from here. I was like a you know i was a pat lafontaine fan as a kid as a fan or no who's he a fan of he was a fan of um i forget who it was tim uh tim Connolly. he had a tim Connolly jersey as a kid which is a weird huh. uh, Tim Connolly was cool i was, always liked him until Connolly. he got concussed so much he had to spend a whole year in a dark room uh he was yeah. really good uh but like he just he's got something that we haven't had in a long time which is like giving a shit and it, it yeah it, you, well you can, like you can like probably feel one of the, the problems with the uh the vegas team since that trade, right? Like oh my they're God. missing their Alex Tuck. I, I mean, like all the stories he was I've heard a killer for them in the playoffs. I don't know. He really is. And he's he's such a gamer and he plays real fucking hard. And I, I just I love his game entirely. Like it's so much better than watching Jack Eichel float around and just wait for the puck to come to him. Uh it rocks seeing Eichel just completely shit the bed oh, as, as like him. a neutral fan just fuck for like him. how he treated buffalo it's it's really nice to see yeah i, d- I mean you saw that smug post-game interview after he came back to buffalo the first time and we beat him at home yeah. and he's like that's mm-hmm. the loudest the arena's ever been <laughs> like uh, i just want him to <laughs> fucking i just want him to just fall down a hill i don't like and i him. just hate vegas as well because like i'm sorry i it's you can't you can't have a team that's just good immediately it's no. not how it works no, i'm sorry no, no. At least like seattle at least seattle was sucked last year and they're at least like likable, whereas like Vegas is like just the most unlikable pricks in the league. And they're I hate their fans. And I just want and they are so if they don't win a cup in the next like two or three years, they're so fucked because they have like no prospects. Yeah, They've gone rules. all in. Yeah, no picks. It's it's beautiful. But are they just gonna it. like keep going all in for the rest of time? Because that's yeah, what, like you, isn't you, there like uh, their owner like an insane moron? I think eventually it's going to start biting them in the ass. I mean, it kind of already has. Oh right? yeah, but like, I think it you, like very good argument that it has already. Yeah, the cap situation's the not good. No picks, no prospects. Like, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm talking about the Canucks, but um, <laughs> well, they do have the goalie of the future, Jonathan Quick. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Which is very nice. I completely <laughs> forgot about. He didn't play yesterday. Is he hurt? No. No, I think they just wanted to go with the he's other just, guy, and it was just a Jonathan bad Quick. decision. <laughs> yeah, he ten got years of our goalie being better than yours. Uh, before we wrap up today, one quick update on the John Taffer cameo saga. Mm. Yes, uh, I went to his page today, and it says temporarily unavailable. Follow to be notified when they're back for personalized videos. But our order is still pending, so okay. this does mean that it's it's not us; it's him. Yes. So and, it's, and he, he, so it means he's not specifically saying no to us. Obviously, that's right. right? So, so now I don't know if good. we like wait for Taffer. You don't. You don't push or, Taffer. You wait or for Taffer. If we, we wait for Taffer. Yeah, he could take. A, he could take a while. I think we. Well, let, we can. We'll ask our Discord. We can ask on Twitter. We'll see what they yeah. say. I'm. I'm of the mindset that we should wait. Me too. Maybe give it like two months or something. Like I don't know. It could be like the start of next season. Maybe we do like. 
it it's interesting. Like I I I really want the Taffer one, even mm-hmm. though his cameos are only like thirty seconds long, and he puts like no effort into them. Like I do really want the Taffer one. He 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 gives it a good shut it down. The it, the Taffer one would just be like so beautiful for our cause, and the fact that he's just stopped them entirely would make me feel bad if we hired Ice T to talk mm-hmm. shit. So yeah, <laughs> Taffer's such Ice-T. a big get. Um. So I I personally think we wait, but pound off in the comments. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> Stefan, have a great vacation, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Make sure to wear back. sunscreen. Where are you going? I'm going to uh, Taiwan. My my girlfriend's oh. cousin is getting married, so we've got like a big family thing there. And well, that's yeah, fun. I'm I'm flying out Friday night. Uh, well, I guess Saturday morning, two in the morning, Ugh. Vancouver time. It's like a thirteen thirteen hour flight direct. <laughs> It's Have you ever be... done a flight that long? Oh my I flew God. to Japan before, but that was like 11 hours. Okay, so this is yeah. like even longer. Close and enough. then, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try and sleep for as much of it as I can. But it's also like, it's like a nice airline. There's like good food on it. The seating is like not horrible. I've got my Steam Deck, which is like huge, Ooh. I think. Oh, like, hell yeah. That's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll have a lot to talk about when I get back in uh yeah just over like two weeks nice and until yeah. then me and koa holding down the fort that's right excellent uh, go give koa a follow at koa bra uh go register at the school that he teaches at if you want more <laughs> yeah come 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 <laughs> register for global studies one we're doing uh, we're reviewing for uh the exams nice Exciting all right stuff. thanks for listening everybody bye goodbye Are you ready for some good days? Have to have high, high.